Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday, September 28th. Where did September go, Michael? Honestly, it went so fast, I have no idea. But today's an extra special episode because we have our very own Ellen Gruhat here with us to discuss things. Ellen, how are you? Yay, our very first guest, our inaugural guest on the Realty Brothers. You should be proud. I feel like there should be uh, leaves falling or... Yeah, we're pulling pulling the ribbon right now to release it, but it's just, I don't know, it must be broken. No confetti falling on you now. All right, let's hit this. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. All right. So as we were saying, this is a very special episode because for once, people don't have to just listen to us talk. (laughs) We get some actually (laughs) interesting people to come and join us for a discussion. Um, And Ellen, we cannot be more excited that you're the very first agent to join us on the podcast. Does that make you feel special? It does, and I, okay. I hope I can be interesting enough to, to fit in with everybody. <laughs> we'll just get a whole bunch of messages afterwards saying, who was that? Oh. No. I was going to say, this is going to be like a very interesting Zoom call where everybody talks over each other and we can't really do it. But but we're at even a more disadvantage because we can't see each other while we're recording this. Yes. Because we're all in our different locations. And so, you know what, though? We're all professionals. The wonders of technology. Yeah, honestly, it's fine. So the first thing we we need to talk about uh, is our not sponsored for the week. Uh, I already know what mine is. um, So I'm going (laughs) to kick us off. uh, And this is so stupid. But uh, (laughs) I'm almost embarrassed to say it out loud. But I just I just have to say it. Justin Bieber came out with a new song. And I love it so much. (laughs) I can't believe it. I'm embarrassed about it. But I'm like, on repeat, all day yesterday, I was like, Drive it in the car. And I was like, this is a great jam. I love it. What's the name of the song? It's called Holy. Uh, it's very good. It's got a little bit of a Christian influence, but it's also just super catchy and nice. And you know what? Nobody's swearing or disrespecting other humans or any of that stuff. Just a wholesome good time, you know? Well, that's the, one of the great things about music, right? Yeah. Just makes you feel good. I wrote that down. I'm going to check that out. Okay, you should. It's actually very good. Uh, what are you guys really, you know, shipping this weekend? Oh, we're throwing Ellen into this. All right, Ellen, yeah. are you prepared yeah. for what you're so, not sponsored by? <laughs> yes, I've, I've listened to the sponsored, not sponsored. I think it's fantastic. And mine's, I don't know, what's cool about it is you pick anything, right? Local. Yeah. And my, my sponsored, not sponsored is my cabinet company. Uh, Cardell is the name of the company. Uh, more on that later, oh. I guess, but we're doing a, a, in the middle of a kitchen remodel and they have been fantastic. You talk about customer service, just going the extra mile. I mean, I, I kind of had a meltdown. <laughs> so, many, so many things have gone wrong and they were so understanding and take a deep breath. It'll be okay. And they were just problem solvers and it just made me feel good. And That's amazing. So, that's awesome. That's amazing. It can it can go the opposite direction, and it does go the opposite direction so often. So you should be very fortunate uh, and grateful that you had a positive experience exactly. with one of your vendors, really. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what do you got? That's amazing. 
Um, okay, so my not sponsored this week um, is uh, is Disney. They are just the best. They're just the like best anything in particular, like Disney World, Disney Plus, all things Disney. Um, okay. You know, we're, I'm super into Disney Plus. Uh, me and the kids watch something like daily. I swear, it's just constantly on. Um, but actually, no, um, Disney World. We decided, you know. The kids are going through a pandemic too. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep talking about Jenny and I like, oh, we're so stressed out trying to, you know, manage our, our businesses, trying to manage, you know, jobs, employees, all this stuff, and trying to manage the kids. And the kids seem to be fighting more often than, than they have in the past. And it's like, well, that's probably because they're stressed out too. Right. So we're like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to, Disney World is, is offering lots of, uh, you know, reduced capacity, lots of safety things, probably more so than... <laughs> the places we go mm-hmm. um and so we decided to just book tickets uh to go down to disney world and uh so we're taking the kids they're super excited and i can't tell you just i mean talk about customer service ellen holy smokes these people are uh-huh. amazing amazing such a smooth and easy uh thing even though things don't go smooth and easy um you know th- when 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 we were booking the tickets we accidentally uh for some reason I was thinking, okay, this date through this date, I needed to stay that date too, but it was checking out that date. I was like, no, no, I needed to stay that night also. Um, so call them up and they're like, no problem. Okay. It looks like you're actually, it's, it's there. I could put you on a wait list. It's already booked. But if you want to stay on the other end of it, instead of a day sooner, you could stay a day later. And I'm like, oh, hold on. And I, flights are cheaper and all this. I was like, Oh, let's do that. And like, okay, well, so sorry for that trouble. Why don't I go ahead and get your magic band shipped out to you right away and all this? I'm like, that's not your fault. <laughs> it's my fault. Literally your fault. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, yeah, it, just just incredible people. And, and you know, I just, I love the I love the whole culture of it. It's amazing. I could live at Disney World. Honestly, I, Ooh, I really could. That's a lot of stress. I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where Disney <laughs> is actually sponsoring you, um, but we can try. Location, location, location. <laughs> Maybe if the three of us sing a little ditty, they might. Ooh, sponsor we us. have to get their attention somehow. So I think that might do it. <laughs> oh, I love it. All okay, right. so this is my favorite thing. It's of that we ever do. Um, the best segment of all podcast segments is, of course, real estate horror stories. Also, you should be so proud. I hit the right button. At the right cue. Like, you should. You almost got like real estate horror stories. Dang it. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> no, I did you it need right. You have like a chicken in there or something. Real estate. Oh. Oh, dang it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, go, stop, stop. This is serious. Okay. Real serious. estate horror stories. So, Ellen has a very good horror story to share with us. So, I've been teased. If you want to take it away. Oh my gosh! So you guys have fun with sound effects. I don't know if it's a <laughs> if it's a horror story. Like your hair stands up on your arm. It's not that kind of a horror horror thing. Yeah. But I guess there's probably a number of them. And looking back, sure would have been nice to do some. I don't know, journaling or now it would be blogging, but just of the different things we've we've seen. Yes. Done. So this is my 21st year, and I'm like, hey. Century 21, that's my 21st year. Oh, oh, is yeah. that? That's a big deal. Yeah. All right, so we'll it's have my, a party. Is it my golden? Your golden anniversary. Something like that, yeah. So that's amazing. I, I had to 
think back a bit to this horror story. And um, so we're going on a second showing and this individual, it was a split level. So you picture it, right? You got the living space upstairs, bedroom, bedroom, bathroom, living space downstairs, right? With another bathroom and mm -hmm. second showing. So we're really going to check things out. We're going to turn on the water, you know, do the things maybe you didn't do the first time. And you go walk into this bathroom and it was a bit of, I don't want to offend anybody, but frilly, <laughs> pink, lace, white, everywhere you turned, it had like a frill, towels, just like not touched. I think like, don't you dare use those towels type yeah. thing, right? So Ellen is, you know, kind of messing around and the, the lid was on the toilet. I flush the toilet. Okay. Pretty soon we have like dirty, yucky use your imagination brown water no. coming up Ew. over the toilet onto the floor so i'm looking around like, do That's... i grab do i grab one of these pretty do not use towels no, yes this is the best oh already because you did it too it's not even like and you just witnessed it you're like oh no, no. and and so my buyer is just standing back they don't know what to do and my worst fear so it happened it happened it happened Looking back, maybe I should have turned off the water. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I ran down to the basement where the lower level, where the, of course, the other bathroom was immediately under said pink bathroom. And water, dirty, yucky, crappy water is dripping through the ceiling. <gasps> no. Onto the, the lower level bathroom. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. What did you do? Yes, it was awful. And I think what, what ended up happening, I think they'd like shoved... <laughs> I didn't want to look in there, but I think they like had diapers shoved in there. Like, hurry up, there's a showing, and they must. Oh so, no! So, yeah, on the way out, I of course had to call the listing agent because we had other appointments set up. And uh, yeah, she's not going to buy this house. I mean, it was awful. Oh my it was awful. gosh! So I explained what happened, and unfortunately, they, I guess, cleaned up the mess. But it was terrible. It was so. It was one of the worst things. I That's think. so funny. I just imagine the panic as it starts happening. <laughs> like, oh no, what do I do? Grab the nice it's, pig towels? Like they were in slow motion, yeah. right? It was, oh man. Oh, I love that so much. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. I would say we should write like a coffee table book or something of all these mm -hmm. stories because For they never sure. get old. Also, I would spin this into a positive thing because how many people probably did show that house and had no idea that there was potential plumbing issues and <laughs> realtor <laughs> Ellen Gruhat, which we, didn't, we should have introed from the get-go. I, I did say that you're one of the agents uh, that works with our office, but um, out of St. Peter and Mankato specifically um, and have been doing this for 20 21 years. So you obviously know what you're doing. And I've worked with you on a number of transactions personally too. Um, right. And I, I just got to say, that's a customer service thing. Like other people will just say this, is the bedroom and bathroom. And you will say, does this flusher work? <laughs> hey, let's get down to the nitty gritty, yeah. right? The, the daily use things. Like so. you're going to have a home inspection, but also they didn't even need to spend a couple hundred bucks. You got Correct. that. There you go. <laughs> and no. we found her another home that of course she just loves yeah you flushed the toilet there too and everything went oh, down just betcha. fine okay you Whew. betcha <laughs> ellen grew hot she goes above beyond up and over <laughs> up and oh. over then down to the basement might mm -hmm. use a couple of your pink towels <laughs> 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 no oh that's so awesome so um <clears throat> excuse me uh one of the things i wanted to talk about because i thought it was really interesting is i was reading about 
we've been kind of talking about a, a number of different impacts that the pandemic has had on the housing market, right? Last week was impacts on uh, young people moving back home. Um, we've also talked about impacts on what gets you the biggest bang for your buck in renovations. We've talked about um, just like market conditions and things flying off the shelves, so to speak. Uh, but this was an interesting one. Uh, actually, the the new articles are saying that renovation loans um, are getting a huge boost right now during the pandemic because homeowners uh, that are buying want to be able to remodel something in that new property to account for the things that they'll need during the pandemic, like a home office or space for their children to do schooling or, you know, just a separate space for themselves. Um, and so these have always been a thing, right? Like, Ellen, have you done the like FHA 203Ks and the different rental loan options with your clients over mm-hmm. the years? Yeah, like this has always been a thing, but it's never been, a, I, I guess, a big thing. Um, not like a, a ton of them happen throughout the year, right? You see a, a good number of conventionals and insured conventionals and FHAs, but uh, these 203Ks aren't, aren't super huge. But it spiked now this summer with people saying, you know what? If there's already low inventory, and if I know that I need some different options in my next home, I'm just going to make it for myself rather than waiting. And I think that's awesome. That's like a, a way to circumvent, you know, the issues that we're facing and still make make things happen. Um, what was the percentage that they had? Over 62% of Americans currently are working from home. 62%. Wow. wow. Crazy. I mean, truly unprecedented. So I don't know if you've seen anything like that or if you've, I, I'm sure you've seen the impacts of um, just a, a lessened inventory and how people are trying to deal with that while house hunting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think more, a uh, number of reasons with the, that home rental. So your home more, you're looking around, mm-hmm. I'm going to get that thing that I've always, always wanted fixed. I got to get a contractor over here or whatever it might be. Well, it's, it's time to, redo my roof. I have a little bit more time. I'm going to call and get a couple bids. Uh, plus interest rates are great. So yeah. I think it, it's a number of, of things. That and, doesn't hurt. Um, I don't think that home contractors, you know, any of that stuff, um, it's actually probably helped their business really. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all busy from what I've seen. I can't get anybody <laughs> to do anything anymore. No. Uh, but speaking of which, so you're going through uh, a little bit of a home reno yourself, right? Right. How so, has that been? <laughs> hey, I, I got to tell you, um, podcast seven, when you guys talked about, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you were talking about um, your Duluth, the, the new Duluth oh, yeah. office, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Matt's wife maybe made a comment that, she, you know, you guys did all the picking out of the items. And I, I got to tell you, that is not something that just anybody can do. You guys have a knack <laughs> for picking out colors and, and what I've, learned a lot about myself in this process is um, I don't do well with too many options, yes. too many things, too many choices. So yeah. kudos to you guys for that. But I have making decisions on my kitchen remodel that I didn't know I ever had to make. And so mm-hmm. um, plus it's it's taken a, a bit longer. I think we first started ordering the cabinets back in April and uh, everyone has their, you know, cabinet manufacturing is delayed things happen mm-hmm. whatever but um yeah i got quartz countertop this week so that was fantastic very nice fantastic. uh and so you didn't really encounter any no. mega issues <laughs> with the with the whole process it sounds like you had a actually pretty favorable 
that's untrue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's always Just a couple blips, breakdowns, flips and burp, burps yeah. and uh, things that would come in wrong. And we, my yeah. husband and I have never done like a, a major remodel. It's always been maybe a, a smaller thing or a bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's been interesting cleaning up after contractors. And, oh, uh, yeah. That's hard, habits, too bathroom habits of contractors you're gonna think i'm like the bathroom <laughs> the bathroom realtor no that's true yeah. though that's hard when you're living there too like that's a whole nother level because that also has to be your home while it's a construction zone so I, and, I, and yeah again the customer service from you know you go back and clearly they made the mistake on the ordering and you, you go from mm-hmm. someone just not caring to the extreme opposite like disney or or whatever, like, mm-hmm. what do we need to do to make this right? And um, right. so I also have a couple, a, a client who's buying a home and remodeling. Um, she's smart. She's going to hire a designer. Mm-hmm. So folks, we do have local designers. If you're like me, who can't make a decision and need a little bit of help. <laughs> I, I wish I would have gone that route. Yeah. So it's hard. And you know, what's funny is it doesn't seem that daunting until you're doing it. And then all of a sudden it's right. like, oh, wait, okay, so I knew I had to pick out cabinets, right? But right. there's also a million options. And then you have to pick out cabinet pulls and you have to pick out like what the overhang will look like for your countertops and your backsplash. And what about the grout color in your backsplash right. and then your paint? and it, like light, light fixture, you know. Yes, um, it goes on and on and on. Appliances, so handle types. It, it's also given me a real good lesson too about um, just remodeling and and being content in your home and wanting to stay there, you know, as much as we talk about, I'd love to sell you a home. Okay. We're all about the comfort in in your Mm -hmm. home and what you have. And Mm -hmm. so make it the way you want to do it. Not, you can't worry too much about resale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Right. That's always such a a good point. Yes. Sorry, Matt, I'll let you go on that. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I was literally just thinking about that this morning because I, I drove past a house after I dropped my kids off at, at work, and it was for sale. Um, I, I saw the for sale sign in the yard, and I kind of looked at the house, because, you know, occupational habit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it had this very interesting gazebo stone. Like, it looked like it was a thousand years old from, from Switzerland. Like, it, it didn't look like it was a nice new modern gazebo. And I was like, ooh, I bet mm. that house is going to sit on the market for a long time. Like, just very, very interesting concrete stone work in the backyard. And just, yeah, it's like, I don't think that that's going to be um, very sellable, right? Um, I'm going to take a <laughs> particular type of person who likes that. And I started thinking, but you know what? <laughs> she didn't build that. I, I saw this lady outside. That's why I'm saying she. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. She didn't build that for the next person. She built it for her. And and I kind of had this epiphany of like, man, I feel like everybody nowadays that's like fixing up and staying up with the latest trends and all this stuff, they're, they're so focused on this will be so great. The next person will love this. Mm-hmm. And are we really enjoying our homes? Yes. You know? That's are we very actually valid. like yeah. falling in love with them? Right? So, I mean, right now there's, Two people at my house right now um, painting some cabinetry. We have someone coming in this afternoon to look at redoing our hardwood floors. And I keep having the conversation with Jenny, my wife. I keep saying, you know, we got to stick with these colors. It's the most sellable. It's about, you know, and and I'm always thinking about what the buyer is going to want. 
we have no intention of selling our home. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm already so focused on that. So that's, I love that you brought that up because I was just thinking about that this mm-hmm. morning and, and that's such, well, it, a, such a great point. It seems like the, we're appreciating our home. I mean, it has a whole other level of, you know, de- definition, I guess. It's, it is a place to be, right? Yes. And, um, and plus, I think spending more time in it and just the togetherness that we're, we're sort of forced to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Well, and so to that point, I, I think a lot of people are focused on uh, what's going to you know, be sellable in the future, what other buyers are going to like, all that stuff like we've talked about. And one of the things I always found myself talking to home sellers about is that's great. That's, that's very good. I'm glad that you do that. Uh, but what is mm-hmm. the value? We always tend to ignore this, the value of having a home and surrounding yourself with just things that you enjoy and make you feel good and make you happy. Um, as opposed to just always thinking of it as this asset, right? Like this is your property. When you're renting something, you, you know very well what the value is of the property that you're renting because you pay for it monthly. But when we purchase a home, for some reason, there's this mental shift that happens where it's always just like, well, we need to make money. And that's a great thing about the real estate market is that you can and very likely will, but there's also value that people seem to ignore when they consider, okay, I put this much money into it and therefore I must get this much out of it. No, you had a place to stay for, you know, 10 years. There's value there that you can't ignore. Yeah. Well, I think I've done that where, uh, you know, we'll go in and we'll make recommendations and it comes to mind. It it was a property and you walked in and it had gold, gold, linoleum final, whatever, which probably mm-hmm. is coming back in. But <laughs> that was one of my suggestions. It's not going to be that costly. It's going to be a first impression thing. So of course they changed it out. And their comment was, I wish we would have done this sooner. You know, you're, you're getting something ready for the market and they didn't even really have a chance to enjoy it. They lived with this mm-hmm. ugly flooring. And so, you know, do, do what you want, I guess, uh, and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. That's important. That's huge. And I love that we can talk about that because that kind of goes against what we believe as, as, or, or our career uh, needs. You know, we need people to sell their homes. And I think it speaks a lot that we can sit here and say, okay, it's not about us and us making money. You should love your home and try to love your home, you know, rather mm-hmm. than us saying you should sell, you should sell. Well, there's oh, also so much you can do to a house and then you just got to love some other house. <laughs> that's <a> true <laughs> right uh i love it well say how are you close to the finish line ellen oh well I, i'm hoping to make a thanksgiving dinner that's yeah. my goal i think the the latest round of cabinets that were ordered incorrectly are coming yeah. mid-october but you can make it time always goes fast flooring. but yeah it's yeah. I'm so busy with real estate, honestly. <laughs> it's that's a very true thing, and because you know, you obviously know, I did the house right across the street from you, right. and it always, when it's your own property, it will go last on your, <laughs> you know, it's the furthest, furthest, furthest mm-hmm. back burner because I take care of everybody else's properties right. all day long, and I'm not going to worry mm-hmm. about mine until I officially done, you know, finish all the emails and phone calls, and I go, oh gosh, you know what, I should probably <laughs> call a contractor. Nobody's worked on that for a couple of days. Um, right. That's very true. Also, I needed to backtrack because you said we're talking about uh, the design and everything that Matt and I did for Duluth. That is not to say that it is perfect because uh, we just had countertops delivered and they look beautiful, except for the part where it goes right across where the refrigerator is supposed to go. And I thought, hmm, 
we overlooked that. That's not the, that's not the vendor's part. We looked at yep. the plans. We said these look great oh. and approve them. And then, I don't know, just mentally blanked that there's a, a very large and important appliance here. <laughs> so you everyone's human. Is, though, too. I, like, we, we were painting the exterior of our house earlier this year. Um, and my wife brings home 27 color swatches that are, you know, a square inch. And she's like, what color should we paint our house? I was like, I, what? How can I look at something that small and picture it on something that big? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and that's just one aspect to it. You know, like when you're redoing a kitchen like Ellen is, mm-hmm. um, you have to pre-think of all of those things and how they're all going to tie together when they all come in together at the same time, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you can't, you know, hold up the cabinet sample to your counters and be like, okay, yeah, how does this, you know, compare to my counters or vice versa? You have to put that all together without having it all together. (laughs) That's a lot. And a lot of people, I I guess, like myself, are showroom people. I I need to see what it's going to look like in my 60s Rambler. Right. So money well spent was ordering in some um, quartz samples because the piece that I thought I liked out in the sun looked beautiful. And at my house, it was just gray and boring and dull. Mm-hmm. So mm. I ended up with a beautiful sparkly one because I have just a little bit of sparkle. Oh, nice. About me. That's, that's my favorite. That matches <laughs> right. your personality. Sparkle. <laughs> just a little bit of sparkle. <laughs> uh, well, good. Say, I hope you can get to the Thanksgiving dinner. I feel like you probably should. It's still September, right? I'll get there. I know these things how it like, Every time I've done one, I'm like, oh, yeah, the goal is by six months from now. And next thing you know, that's here. And you're like, how did this happen? But you're pretty close, right? It's, it'll happen. Are you cooking everything in a microwave right now? Or like how so, disassembled are you? I have a, a range and we do actually kind of have a kitchen in the basement. Okay, so good. It's it's fine. <laughs> you're it's surviving. Also an excuse to, it's, fine. it's also an excuse to eat out once in a while. Yes. That's so funny. When I... Uh, when I used to live on top of the hill in St. Peter, we remodeled the main level and we did the whole main level. There is no upstairs. It was a Rambler. And then it had an unfinished basement. And so it moved into the basement and literally for what I was hoping would be a short remodel, but ended up being about a 10 month remodel, lived in an unfinished basement with just my mattress on the floor um, and no kitchen, no I mean, I did have a bathroom I could go upstairs and walk through the construction zone to get to. Uh, but that was, in retrospect, not a good plan. Not a good plan. And you were married? Yeah. Because it sounds very romantic. Oh, no. People were asking me, <laughs> you know, do, are you okay? I, I literally looked like I was unwell because I oh. lived in this dungeon with no natural oh. sunlight. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just became the troll who lives under a house. Right. That's all that happened. Wow. Uh, should have re- should have done the basement first, probably, and then had a place to stay. But alas, we all survive and and live to tell the story, you know. Uh, so Matt, what what week are we on? We are on week. What are we on? I don't know. Michael, That's why I we're asked on week you. six. Week yeah, six. last week was uh, was the halfway point. So now we are starting the second half over the hill. The uh, that's right <laughs> of our. Uh, qualities of great leaders uh and i'm excited to get some uh, some feedback from ellen here too so um so the first week was self-respect and respect for others uh, then it was the ability to communicate effectively and then integrity and character having a vision last week was being grounded 
And this week is courage. And I think it has one of my favorite lines uh, in in this whole thing. And I I actually use it quite a bit uh, because everyone talks about the fearless leader, right? That's like, that's like a phrase. Oh, mm-hmm. here's the fearless leader. Sometimes, you know, we just the other day, um, one of our branch managers from another office said, our fearless leaders are coming up to visit. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> let me let me correct you there. <laughs> Show me a spider and you will see fear <laughs> personified. <laughs> um, anyway, so so let me read this to you. I think this is, uh, it has one of my favorite lines in this whole thing. Okay. So it says, fear is a powerful motivator. It causes many of us to turn away from our goals when our belief in ourselves and our cause isn't strong. Leaders are not fearless. Leaders make a conscious choice to act in spite of their fear. Mm. I just got chills saying it. That's such a great line. I love it. (laughs) That's amazing. So I, I just love that so much because, you know, we all talk about, oh, the fearless leader, the fearless leader. Do you know how many things... You know, we, you and I have to talk about Michael on a weekly basis that, like, are pretty scary. Yeah, it's frightening. <laughs> like, should we do this? Should we do, the, like, th- these are people's lives that we, you know, could be affecting for, I think, hopefully the better. But what if for the worse? And it was our decision, you know. And and so constantly navigating that um, that thing because I'll, I, I say this a lot, too. And, Ellen, you may have uh, heard me tell this story before. But our, our dad used to say quite a bit. Um, you know, when you're the head of your household, you're responsible for your family. When you're the head of company, you're responsible for everybody's family. And that still just sends like chills down my spine. Like, oh my gosh, I have to take care of our people <laughs> um, in spite of my fears. Um, so anyway, uh, I'll, I'll just say it again. Fear is a powerful motivator. It causes many of us to turn away from our goals when our belief in ourselves or our cause isn't strong. Leaders aren't fearless. Leaders make a conscious choice to act in spite of their fear. Don't oh, you love that? That's so, yeah. Who writes this? Who can come up with this? <laughs> Whose quote is really that? smart I mean, people. Is it, I don't... <laughs> who are we giving credit to that, for that quote? I don't know. I found this like years and years and years ago. Actually, it was um, it was just a couple months after dad passed. Um, I, I was just, I was in that space of like, okay, I need to, I need to become a better leader. I need to, and I was just Googling things like, you know, qualities of great leaders and how, you know, researching books and articles. And I stumbled upon this one that I have kept uh, this whole time because I just love the whole thing. But um, so anyway. Um, it's a, I think it's a matter of uh, not, not being afraid. Well, I don't know if, if fear is the right word, but you're putting yourself out there knowing you could fall flat on your face or right. succeed greatly. I mean, that's, that's a quality that's not many people have. I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's scary. And you have to face the unknown and you have to f- risk. They always say, you know, risk and reward. And what's that balance? You have to put some risk out there um, in order to find any right. kind of reward, you know? Um, right. And fortunately well, you can make calculated risks <laughs> and try to be careful, but yeah. I think admitting uh, vulnerability and, there could be tears, right? There could be, you can get mad. You can get, you know, there's that whole uh, series of emotions, right? That great leaders mm-hmm. will probably go through that yes. a lot of what we don't see, you know, internally or whatnot. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoy the part too, that says um, it causes many of us to turn away from our goals when our belief in ourselves and our cause isn't strong. 
you know, and mm-hmm. like we might have a goal for our company. We might have a goal for ourselves. Um, obviously you have goals in your sales and, and things like that. But um, sometimes you might be in a house and be like, I, I'm just too afraid to flush that toilet again. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me and once. That's called full yeah. circle. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And it's true though, as he said, it's about just believing in what you've set out to do. You know, we talked, I think a couple of times in the last couple of weeks about having your, your goals and your vision. And those are all great. But if you don't believe in them and stand behind them, that's where the fear can get in your way. So, right. I mean, yeah, get some, get some liquid courage if you have to, but <laughs> get behind it. Well, and, and <laughs> it's, it's uh, also needs to be and as a realtor. It, there's a lot of self motivation. Oh I mean, gosh. Yeah. Great leaders. We have great colleagues, but what I've noticed is I don't see physically see those you know, my colleagues yes. and, and you guys as much. And so it's a lot more digging deep with, within yourself to try to come up with that yes. motivation. And that's one of the challenges, but also one of the beautiful things about um, being a real estate agent is you kind of, you get to, but you have to be your own leader to a certain degree. Um, right. You know, you have support, but nobody is going to be there saying, okay, and then today mm-hmm. I need you to call this many people. And today you need to, it's, it's all on you. And it's, right. um, it shows in the people who are successful, obviously. And Ellen, as we mentioned, you've been with us for so long. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> basically uh, my whole life. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, right. But but it shows in that you're always a top agent and that you always have multiple awards coming in at the end of each year for production, but also customer service. And I think that's the biggest thing is it numbers are great, but at the end of the day, it's how you treat people. And uh, how you garner that repeat business and that level of trust and care from every single client that really speaks volumes about someone. Oh, that was like a virtual hug. Thank you. <laughs> You're so well. Since we can't hug, hug in person, <laughs> it's kind of like almost illegal in this whole pandemic thing. Uh, exactly. I can at least give you virtual hugs. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, way to act in spite of all of your fears. You know, uh, one of mine, honestly, is phone calls. I oh, have yeah. a real actual, like my heart rate goes up and I just, it's, it's hard for me to take phone calls and, uh, and make phone calls sometimes. Um, and, uh, and, but obviously I wouldn't be in business, business if I never made or answered a call, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but just having to, to make that conscious choice to act in spite of the, in, in spite of fear. And, you know, I've done that in, in a number of things when I've decided to pick up the phone and call that person that, you know, I want to manage their property for and say, I want to manage your property. And they're like, oh yeah, would, you know, I've thought about your company quite a bit or, mm-hmm. or it's an agent. And I said, I want you to come, come be a part of Century 21 Atwood. And like, oh, I was wondering when you were going to ask. It's like, you know, I just need to overcome this fear more. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I actually called an agent a couple weeks ago and, uh, uh, and she said, oh, I wish you would have called me two weeks ago, I just joined Aww. another brokerage, but I love your brand. I absolutely would have loved to come to Atwood. I was like, then why didn't you call me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, okay, let me, let me talk and I'll, I'll, I might come back to you. So, um, anyway, it was just, it, it's one of those things too, where I think, you know, it, the reward is out there. And like you started to talk about Michael, the, the risk mm-hmm. and, and the reward, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. And the reward is out there. You just have to get over your fears. Um, or not even get over them, just act in spite of them. Right. Right. That's what mm-hmm. this says. Act in spite of your fears, pick up the phone, go 
touch that spider actually don't ever touch a don't. spider that just you nope i'm never gonna i'm never gonna act in spite of that fear i killed so um, many spiders yesterday uh, countless countless spiders <laughs> crickets crickets and the thing with a, a million hundred legs those oh are the worst. yes what are those, <laughs> those <laughs> silverfish things i'll Terrible. take care of your spiders i'll, I'll take care uh, of spiders uh Oh my gosh. I can get the crickets thing though. They don't freak me out, but I can get it because it can jump so far <laughs> and it's just like bam and so fast and unpredictable. That that's and a backwards. little freaky. And backwards. <laughs> backwards. That's so funny. Speaking of which my dog has fun with them. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. Theo just encountered <laughs> his first cricket uh this summer. I don't know how we've gone this long without him seeing a cricket. He's four years old. Um but he was like kind of interested and then he like nudged it and it moved a little bit and he was like okay i'm really interested and then he got closer and it did a, like one of the big jumps and he about lost his mind he was like this is the greatest gift i could have ever received oh i love that <laughs> so, that's na- the nature channel right in front of your eyes yeah exactly say uh so i think that's all that we've got for this week's episode um ellen thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to discuss with us i know that you have to jump to your next thing because you're such a busy woman um but I just wanted to say, I, you know, we really appreciate you talking with us. We value your input um, and also just, you know, your camaraderie and, and having you as a colleague and everything throughout all of this. As I said, you've been with us for a while and I know that there's a lot of like mutual respect that goes uh, between all of us. So thank you well, thank, again. Th- yes. thanks, for, thanks for asking me. Uh, of fun. course, of course. Say uh, for anybody listening, obviously be sure to subscribe, um, share with your friends. You can find us on any of the podcasting platforms. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, anchor, Spotify, what have you. Um, and please, please, please leave us a message as well. You can do so by emailing contact at the real Um, Or if you go on to the link at the bottom of whatever episode you're listening to, there's a a short little link that says, leave us a message. Uh, Click on that and you can record a voice message for us. And we would love to answer whatever questions you might have about the housing market, about your own situations. I think we said Matt and I are going to weigh in on your design choices. That's a thing. Sure. All right. Let's do that. (laughs) I love being judgmental in the morning. What else can we do? All right. Other than that, uh, you know, just face the week. We have a new challenge right in front of us to be courageous uh, on whatever may come our way. Uh, Even I shouldn't say even I should say especially those which make us uncomfortable. Right. Absolutely. Uncomfortable is a is a great motivator. Uh, That's one of my favorite things is that uh, great things never happen inside of your comfort zone. Yes. Awesome. Say so make it a great week. Happy Monday, everyone. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below. Message us on your favorite social media platform or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 